Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, everyone. I'm Katie Couric, and this is Next Question. You know, you can't turn on your TV these days without being ambushed by a sea of true crime stories. Not the murder kind. That's so pre-pandemic. These days, we're obsessed with the silicon scammer, the bad entrepreneur, the failing founder. From Super Pumped about Uber founder Travis Kalanick. We are disruptors because that is what revolution requires. To We Crashed, about WeWork founder Adam Newman. What do you think when I say workspace? To The Dropout, about Theranos founder Elizabeth Holmes. The world works in certain ways until a new great idea comes along and changes everything. We just can't seem to look away from the heart-pounding rise and the inevitable gut-punching fall of these brilliant, young, white, mostly male, and very rich moguls. For me, it's all about Elizabeth Holmes. She fascinates me. The voice, the look, the burning ambition. A healthcare pioneer is being compared to visionaries like Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. She is the youngest person to ever get the Horatio Alger Award. Every time you create something new, there should be questions. And to me, that's a sign that you've actually done something that uh, is transformative. In 2014, at just 30 years old, Elizabeth was one of the youngest self-made billionaires, thanks to her blood testing technology and her biotech startup, Theranos. By January 2022, Elizabeth was found guilty on four out of 11 federal charges. After seven full days of deliberations, the verdicts are in. Elizabeth Holmes has been found guilty in this fraud trial. Found guilty of conspiracy to defraud Theranos investors, not guilty of conspiracy to defraud Theranos patients. Uh, so at one time, she was compared to Steve Jobs, and now she's a convicted felon who is facing up to 20 years behind bars. She'll be sentenced this fall. But even after a four-month trial in which Elizabeth herself took the stand, it's still not clear how this woman, with such promise, fell from grace and massive success in such dramatic fashion. 
Today, we find out what it was like to become Elizabeth, to embody that enigma. I'm talking to the star of the new Hulu series, The Dropout, Amanda Seyfried. You have to do it. I mean, this is a podcast for crying out loud, so you have to do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, <clears throat> um, it's really hard to get down, but it's actually easier is to do the accent, which is it's really just an effect, but it's just really the way her mouth moves. The 36-year-old actor is a familiar face, having worked in the movie business since she was 15. After a decade of coasting through silly but beloved comedies from Mean Girls. So if you're from Africa, why are you white? Oh my God, Karen, you can't just ask people why they're white. To Mamma Mia. Amanda's become somewhat of a dramatic dark horse, wowing critics in David Fincher's 2020 film, Mank. My exit. What? I already made my exit. And now transforming into Elizabeth Holmes for the dropout. Here at Theros, we are developing new technology. <clears throat> Here at Theros, we are developing new technology. New technology. This is inspiring step forward, 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 forward. This is an inspiring step forward. And she does it all outside of the Hollywood spotlight. We should explain, by the way, where you are right now, where, where we're doing this podcast. Yeah, so we are thousands of miles apart. Um, I am upstate at my main residence before I have to go back into the grind of the city, New York City, which is two hours away. And um, I do as much as I can from here. Why not? Why not? And did you guys sort of take up residence there during the pandemic or were you always pretty much living most of your life or as much as possi you possibly could there? That This was way before the pandemic. We just... Um, we happened to already live full time and um, my daughter already was in school up here. So it was it was kind of a everybody seemed to join us during the pandemic. So our life was already kind of settled. So we didn't it's not like we missed anything when we we didn't like move up here during the pandemic and, and miss the city. I never missed the city. Are you you're a country girl? Yeah, but I, I was a suburb. I, I grew up in suburbia. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think it's just control over a space, maybe, that I didn't have growing up. I am so loving this show. You do such a phenomenal job of, of actually occupying Elizabeth Holmes' body and her psyche. Um, and I know that you consumed everything that was out there about this woman. Tell me first how you prepared for the role. I started studying those deposition tapes because when you have that many hours of footage of somebody static with one camera just staring at them, you don't miss a thing. I mean, we have all that footage when she's doing her TED Talk. I believe the individual is the answer to the challenges of healthcare. And when she's on stage with Maria Shriver for the Vanity Fair thing. Are you a disruptor? Are you a transformer, a revolutionary when it comes to healthcare? We have a vision and a dream for early detection and prevention. And we want to change 
our system in such a way in which early detection and prevention can become reality. There's just so many interviews, but there's something so like rich in those deposition hours that um, you couldn't get in her performative presence. Okay, but were you the decision maker on behalf of Theranos and did you sign the Walgreens contract or the amendment? I, I, I did. I signed many of the Walgreens agreements. I don't know if I signed all of them. Um, and yes, I mean, I'm, I'm the CEO. I'm the ultimate decision maker for the company. Well, let's get back to Elizabeth because I was wondering, Amanda, with the deposition tapes, if you saw a different Elizabeth Holmes, as you said, it wasn't as performative as, you know, she was in most arenas. But I really enjoyed watching you acting as her during the deposition without the red lipstick, kind of much more vulnerable. But tell me about the differences between how she appeared there versus so many of the other things that you watched. There's a, an innate defensiveness when you're being questioned, when you're um, choices are being questioned. And I still feel like there was a part of her that might have been playing a part. I tried to imagine myself in that position. And I'm always my my first prerogative is to make sure that people feel comfortable with me and that I'm not making anyone uncomfortable. And I'll tell the truth and I'll say everything. I, I I'll give all the information that I can give. And I wondered what I'd be like in that position. And, and, and so I thought, you know, I could be totally wrong because I'm not in her head and I never got to sp speak to her about this, but I do feel like there were levels of, there was still some maneuvering she was doing. I mean, she was still negotiating her way around the questions and, and it's also a legal uh, environment. I mean, she's got her lawyers and she's got these uh, prosecutors. And I, I just imagine it was just really tricky for her. So watching her, negotiate her way around the questions and her own whatever she might have been feeling and the defensiveness that comes along with it for anybody it's just like it was just rich and uncomfortable <laughs> and there were just so many hours worth that i could just soak it in every day watching something new i mean i could practically quote it because i had two and a half months to you know prepare and during the deposition did she cast aside some of these affectations that she adopted in order to move in the world that she was trying to be successful in? In other words, did, did, did her voice, uh, you know, did it change a little bit? And was it less <laughs> um, kind of baritone-ish when she was doing the deposition? Oh, that is really good. It's a real feat to get that low for me. Like, I don't, like you have a pretty like average sitting like female. I mean, I guess you could go either way. Like you're pretty. I have middle. a pretty, I think I have a, I don't know. I think I have a pretty low voice. I guess, I guess maybe. maybe I would love to know what your measurement is. There's a measurement and I don't remember if it's like frequency decibels. I don't know what it is, but someone told me that and a body language expert told me that Elizabeth her at her deepest, she was at like a 180 something. And I sit at a 233. And apparently like 230 is an average female uh, where average female voice sits. And at her lowest, she was 180. But I think for the deposition. So I think she was already 
I imagine like muscle memory, I was speaking more like her. I'm better at it now because I did it for so long. It's muscle memory. And I think for her, she adapted. I think she adapted to that lower register and it was more natural for her than it is for me. So I think during the deposition era, that's like 2017, she was already, she'd already adopted that, that baritone that I don't think she's ever going to be rid of. I can't imagine, but she didn't, but in terms of body language, she was much less commanding. I mean, she wasn't, she wasn't trying to change anyone's mind. She was, there was a, some moments feebleness to her and vulnerability, like you said, like, and, and, and it was also really, uh, it was also easier to relate to her and to feel compassion for her in that setting. Um, because she does seem like she, she's like kind of stripped of all that. And, you know, the, the charisma was all just gone. I actually met with her when I dropped my daughter off at Stanford. And it was sort of at the height of her celebrity status when she was on the cover of so many magazines. And when I went to visit her in Palo Alto, I went to her office and she sat in in a room with me and she got tears in her eyes when she told me how she wanted to help people with cancer. Of course, I think she knew that my husband had died of cancer and I've done so much cancer advocacy work, but she seemed to care so deeply. And maybe again, that was performative for me. But, um, you know, she actually, I thought she was going to start crying and it kind of made me get kind of teary. And so do you think that was real? Well, well, or do you think that was just playing to an audience yet again? I don't know. I. I want to believe, I just always want to believe the good, no matter what, um, much like she wanted to believe that it was, the, the tech was working. Um, I want to believe that she was there with you, but I, I am skeptical because, you know, she's powerful. She's powerful and she knows it. She's very smart. She's really, really smart. It's amazing. Um, I don't know. I have to ask you about the voice. Um, You got rid of that pretty quickly, but you have to do it. I mean, this is a podcast for crying out loud, so you have to do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, um, it's really hard to get down, but it's more. It's uh, what's actually easier is to 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 do the accent, which is it's really just an effect, but it's just really the way her mouth moves, and um, it's hard to get back down there. I, I had a better time. I had an easier time doing it after when I was doing ADR after I had COVID for the second time after Christmas, I was coughing so much that my register was actually much deeper, even though it's not great for my vocal cords. It was like, it was really low. Like I can't even get there right now, but, um, but it's mo- it's mainly about the placement uh, more and you wish, you know, you talk. Uh, but then again, like I'm thinking, of you sitting in rooms with her, which I never got to do. I would have loved to. I, I, I would have connected with her. I know I would have. I mean, it's, it would have been hard not to. And I, I'm so glad I didn't because I don't think I would have been able to play her. I would have felt bad. Well, let's talk about her because 
How much license did the writer take in terms of her relationship with Sonny, the way she interacted with her employees? Um, how much of that did they have to create to fill in the, the blank spaces? Well, the blank spaces were all very, for us, just when she's alone, when she's making these decisions, when she's developing the voice, like that's all just imagined reality. Liz Merriweather's genius sparking brain. Um, we enriched so much of the Sunny Elizabeth relationship because I will say it wasn't until halfway through we were filming that we got the dump of text messages between them. And thank God they said what they did because we were already on that path. Like their relationship was um, very uh, confusing to people and kind of fascinating because you knew they were they were tight. You knew they had a very special bond um, and nobody really understood it. So we try to understand it. So that's all imagined. Um, but in terms of the, the goal posts were really were set. I mean, there were lots of conversations that were really truly had the way she spoke to her employees, her engineers, that that was true. It's, it's more truthful than, um, than I, than I'd want it to be. And, and there were moments where I was just like, I can't believe this was said out loud. Um, like what? I can't behave this way. Like the way she fired Ian, he was the chief chemist for people who haven't watched the series yeah. yet. He was the chief chemist. Um, he's also a cancer patient at the time, uh, devoted to what Elizabeth was trying to do. Yeah, the first engineer on the ground with her really believed in her. Um, the the things she had said to Anna Ariola and Avi Tavanian, who were worked with Apple, she took them, they were on her board and they were helping her out and the things that she said to them about the technology, it was hard to, to play certain things because I knew how real they were. And I didn't want to stop believing in her because as an actor, when you, when you play somebody that you might not agree with, you still have to find the humanity. And that's the whole point of the show, really, to show the humanity, but not condone anything she did. It was tricky, but sadly, it's mostly true. More with Amanda right after this. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What is your assessment, Amanda, of Elizabeth Holmes? I mean, if someone said, who is Elizabeth Holmes in your view? And, you know, what is she all about? What would you say? I would say Elizabeth Holmes is an incredibly smart, incredibly passionate woman who it was in over her head. I think she, you know, her belief led her down this path. You know, she, she became very powerful because she really believed in something and she was trying to make it work. And I think that um, she just ended up making the wrong decisions halfway down the road. I think there's definitely, there's a, it's the incorrect and correct ways, clear black and white at this point, um, at the point where I'm talking about the fork in the road and, and she took the wrong way and, and she doubled down. And I don't know if that's because she believed that it was still going to work and she wanted, she, it, she would do it um, at any, get it done at any cost with, you know, lives and the, in the balance and lies, or she just, you know, says, we don't have it. Give me some time. And, and, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people would be like, why didn't you just say you didn't have it? And I can't say what I would, I, I can say what I would have done, but it probably would have been harder at that point that she was at. I really believe she had the best of intentions. I do, I do. And with this show, it gives us a lot of context. Like maybe these things really did happen. She wasn't great socially. She, her dad lost an, his job at Enron, which is huge for their family. I mean, she claims she was uh, sexually assaulted in college. I mean, that's not an excuse, but that can really, that can traumatize somebody in ways that make it harder to, to function. and the very least. And where I stand now with her is that like, she really, she really had the best intentions and she made the wrong decision and she made choices that I wish she hadn't for the sake of a lot of people. I mean, just being irresponsible with health, healthcare, it's just, you can't. And if this is a, if this is a lesson or like a cautionary tale for anybody who wants to, you know, take the shortcut, 
developing healthcare technology thing again, like science. That's why I love in the show. What is it? Episode three, or I think episode four, Elizabeth says to Ian, her head engineer, while she's firing him, she says, um, you don't understand the business. And he says, you don't understand the science. And it's just like, there it is in a nutshell. She didn't understand the science. But I also think when you look at the origin story of Theranos, which I think the series does really well, you know, it's not as if, at least how it's portrayed, it's not as if she came up with this idea and said, you know, the blood industry needs to be disrupted. We need to have a better way. We need to make it easier to diagnose a whole host of of diseases. It's almost as if it was the means to an end. You know, she wanted to be this hugely successful entrepreneur. It seems like she retrofitted this desire to be a female Steve Jobs, perhaps because her father had lost her job, perhaps because, you know, she was looking to find her place in the world. But the idea didn't come first. The goal came first. It's so funny. I never looked at it that way, but it is exactly how we are. We are telling the story as well. It's just like, yeah, it came. She was looking for the next idea. And for whatever reason, it was going to be in healthcare because she was really into microfluidics. She was taking course. She, you know, she was still in, in school and we actually show our version of her life. We show her studying and trying to come up with the next idea. And, and it is true that she came up with a blood, with a patch that would um, dispense a lot of like medicines um, to make it easier to get medicine. And it, and it, and it wasn't like Phyllis Gardner at Stanford said, it's not actually possible try something else and she she kept trying and she found something else that was totally viable um maybe not right now <laughs> still uh but i think she was inspired by somebody changing the world and and uh liz merriweather wrote a, a line in the first episode where she's telling william h macy's character richard that she just wants to be a billionaire someday and 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 it is interesting that like that did that goal did come first. It did. How was Elizabeth Holmes able to convince, persuade, manipulate super intelligent, experienced people like George Schultz and Henry Kissinger and General Mattis to invest in her company? I mean, that to me is just astounding. You know, it was interesting to watch George Schultz played by Sam Waterston, you know, just get all googly-eyed around her. You know, she clearly bamboozled him by, you know, thank you for sharing that story with me. Um, That that was really profound or whatever she said to him, you know? And and to see him sort of fall for her. uh, But it was weird because it was not overt sexuality. I don't know what it was. What, how did... How did she do it? And why Why did they do it? I'm still, I don't think I'll ever understand that. I feel like there's gotta be a level of FOMO with yeah. them. You know, they're, 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 they're so much older. They're not in the tech world. Like she, all of her investors weren't tech investors. They weren't Silicon Valley investors. Nobody, no VC wanted to go with her. 
because they know better. Um, and it's because it's because healthcare is really hard. I mean, when she says Mark Zuckerberg said move fast and break things, yeah, that that totally um works when you're in the tech, but not biotech. I mean, like not human, human beings like health. She was using certain templates in the wrong places. In in her template, it was get a lot of um, very powerful people in government to to invest and then the rest will follow. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, that's another thing I, you know, I was I was watching um, Michael Showalter directed the first four episodes of The Dropout. He also directed Tammy, the eyes of Tammy Faye, which God willing, Jessica Chastain will get her Oscar for this year. I w- and I, I was curious, it was, I actually looked over at my husband, we were watching it when Andrew Garfield drives up in the car with his new car. She's like, we can't afford this car. And he's like, fake till you make it. And sorry, but like her whole trajectory was faking it until she made it. Getting the security guards just for that, that aura, just to, if, if, you know, people would say, well, she has all this security. I mean, they must be protecting something real. And it's actually, no, you build up around you and then people will believe whatever you tell them. I think it automatically, psychologically makes you think, well, there's got to be some there there if all of this is around her. And I think she was brilliant at, at appearances. But it's interesting that you say FOMO because I think that is so perceptive because George Schultz said, I'm 90 years old. And she says, what a vibrant 90-year-old he is or something. And I think it is this clash of old established business practices and success coming up against this brash new generation of entrepreneurs. And I think that makes people feel old, entrenched, and as my daughter would say, chuggy. And I think it's so so well illustrated with the Walgreens guy, right? You have the, I guess, chief medical operator or whatever he was. And he's played so brilliantly by the guy from Ferris Bueller. What's his name, Amanda? Alan Ruck. Alan Ruck. (laughs) And it's so clear that, that this character, this man was going through kind of almost a professional midlife crisis, if you will, listening to Katy Perry, you know, singing that song. What is that? Uh, Baby, I'm a firework. I don't know what the song's called. This guy just wants to be a part of the action. He wants to be where business is going. And, you know, I think with all these business pressures that some of these people saw her as this almost uh, messianic figure who was going to transform industry for the better and not really necessarily, you know, thinking about improving healthcare, but improving the bottom line, right? Yes. I do wonder if that's, is this how things get done? I mean, I thought it was necessary for me to be an audience member watching the show because I wanted to know what, it could have been like inside of her head. Um, And then like being able to play her, I really, really cared. Like I really wanted there to be something good in there. Um, What is good about Elizabeth Holmes? 
Oh, I mean, I don't know. People say, you know, so what do you think about her? And I'm like, I don't really know her. <laughs> I, I spent, you know, seven months of my life playing a version of her, my version of her. But the, the, she's a real human being and she's out there walking around with a baby and a family. And I'm like, I have no idea what she could possibly be thinking. Because of all the things that she's done, all the things she put into play that are really hard to watch and really hard to understand and really hard to excuse. You know, she's also a real person. So I think what's good about her is that she was very disciplined and I don't know, she was passionate. I guess that's the good. Well, what do you do with it when you have that passion? Like it's it's all about what you do with it. It's all about the journey. But it's also and what I, motivates that passion, right? And yeah. that to me is still a gigantic question mark. That's the thing. Like, what was she afraid of? That's it. I think in our in our story, she cared about her parents and she was afraid of failing them. I was able to relate to her because she's also like a contemporary of mine. We, you know, were a little socially awkward in school. We were on the dance team. We, you know, listened to probably some of the same music. Like that was the, the easy step to, to, to relate to. But the rest of it, you know, as, it, as, it, as more stuff came to light, it's just so hard to think about the things that are good. I, but I think she, there's got to be something, right? Or is that just what I want to believe? We'll be right back. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. 
Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I wonder if Elizabeth Holmes will ever tell her own story. So much has been written about her. She should. Like, she should. I, and also, like, will she see the dropout? I don't know if she should. I don't think she should watch the show. I really don't. I mean, it's, there's, we made up, we made up, a lot of it is imagined reality. It's a TV show. I think she should. I mean, everybody deserves to have a, a chance to speak their minds, right? Um, maybe she's waiting to write a memoir, you know? Like, wouldn't we all love to know from her perspective? I mean, we're trying to get some perspective here on the show for fans of her story, but, um, and some of the motivations behind her choices, like what she could have been thinking, but I wanna, I wanna read that book. I want her to be the narrator of her own book. But do you think we'll ever hear the real story if it's from her perspective or she'll continue to manipulate an audience? You know, will we ever get to know the real Elizabeth Holmes, I guess is the question. Maybe we're not meant to. Maybe that's just one of life's questions. I can tell you for sure she's inventing something new right now. I don't think you can stop her. And so maybe we'll never understand that kind of drive. You know, I got to go to work every day and play this enigma. And then I got to go home to my family, you know? So it was, <laughs> it was interesting to, to walk around in her shoes for a minute. And I, you know, I don't envy her and I, Hope she comes up with something that does save the world. Because we all love a comeback, don't we? (laughs) (laughs) That was Amanda Seyfried. By the way, you can watch The Dropout on Hulu now. And it's based on the podcast of the same name, which is also excellent. So go catch up. The finale airs on April 7th. And it's great. Next Question with Katie Couric is a production of iHeartMedia and Katie Couric Media. The executive producers are me, Katie Couric, and Courtney Litz. The supervising producer is Lauren Hansen, associate producers Derek Clements and Adriana Fazio. The show is edited and mixed by Derek Clements. For more information about today's episode or to sign up for my morning newsletter, Wake Up Call, go to katiecouric.com. You can also find me at Katie Couric on Instagram and all my social media channels. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.